Hi, and welcome to another podcast by Pursuit of Happiness. My name is Yuna. And my name is Mark. Thanks for joining us. Today, we are going to be discussing the very extremely controversial Sainsbury's advert. Mm, Though it shouldn't be controversial, or it shouldn't even be a discussion that we're having. Well, I mean, um, all of the sayings of all of the supermarkets have got their own sayings, haven't they? Tesco's has got every little helps, and as do mm-hmm. the old um, backside tap. But this week, Sainsbury's decided to go all black. They were um, probably advertising in a very strange way to the supermarket chains. They decided to use an all black family in an advert for was it Christmas dinner? Was it Christmas food? Um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's the response for it's generated, which is uh, the most surprising thing, right? Because yeah. it's only an advert in my eyes. It's bizarre. Absolute. I mean, it's such a sad thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not shocked mm, because it. it's, just, yeah. it's just another episode of another bashing, isn't it, of black people, basically. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just another episode of another bashing. It's brought brought the trolls out. All the usual trolls Mm. that would normally sit at home bashing the keyboard, saying, I'm so disappointed, blah, 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 and letting off steam because they've got no life, have decided to focus Mm. their energy on a black family celebrating Christmas. Um, Words fail me. Um, I mean, the, the advert is titled The Gravy Song. And, and for those who don't know, it features a father and a daughter on the phone as they discuss the dad's famous gravy, which he makes for Christmas every year. So mm-hmm. um, the, uh, for whatever reason, that has generated complaints to the um, advertising standards uh, body. Um, it's, it's created a lot of um, Twitter activity, which is the cesspit of all social media, if you ask me. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's been a really successful campaign. It, it's raised the profile of black families celebrating Christmas, which shouldn't be needed, as you've said. Um, but um, like we, we, it, it just feels as though um, being identified as um, a, a black person in Britain has a certain segment of the community up in arms. It, it, it makes no sense. For somebody to dislike an advert because it features a black family and yet here we are discussing it so um i mean sainsbury's have stood by it they've, they've um they've, they've responded to people saying um you know uh, they stand by the advert they're not gonna yeah. remove it they're not gonna bow down to racist haters even if they do want to spend their time writing in and making a complaint, demanding an investigation. Investigation to what? Right. It's yeah. like it's a it's a, it's a one minute to what? It, it's it's like you said. It reveals quite a lot about society that a one minute long advert can generate complaints for no other reason than the characters who were portrayed in it are all mm-hmm. black. It's, all it's, black. Yeah. Mm. But um, you know um, the the response. Uh, from those who support, uh, you know, the non-black people who support, it's been quite heartening. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I listen to quite a lot of James O'Brien and, and LBC, 
and the defense there is just like it's this is another example of how we have got society societal problems where there is still a segment mm-hmm. of of people out there who think that there is something wrong with being black and british and being in this mm-hmm. country um but there's there's nothing going to stop um, the work that the progress there's nothing going to stop that so um they are being phased out there is definitely um a shelf life on people who have those thoughts and our work at pursuit of happiness is to support anybody who's um not only black but um anti-racist we 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 um, mm-hmm. support every aspect of anti-racist um uh, sentiments so we we will Completely. be discussing this yeah a lot more mm-hmm. but um yeah the marketing strategy that Sainsbury's have used um it's been followed quite a lot by a lot of the other um uh adverts that I've seen recently uh, have you watched much tv and have you seen any of these adverts I've seen the odd few when I have watched yeah. a bit of tv because I don't watch yeah. a great deal but yeah what? I've noticed no tv no I watch because mm, I, I watch youtube really ah, or, um yeah. documentaries yeah. that I search for and things like that I don't really watch mainstream tv you know where you get the adverts every 15 minutes or so however often yeah, they are i don't watch that to see all the adverts so it's, i mean like this advert i had to go and look for it yeah because i've yeah. not seen it i only read about it so i went on youtube to look for it and i could see it so yeah yeah it, well, that's how i saw the actual advert and and that's fair enough because I know I know um, the um, standard linear way of watching TV where you sit through all the adverts. Yeah, I, mm. I get it. That 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 is a, um, a thing of times gone by. Comment the well, there was one um, um, a racist that had tweeted had actually said in speech speech marks. Really? Are they speech marks? Really? Yeah. Okay, so they said disgraceful, disgusting, shocking. Yeah. Disgraceful, disgusting, shocking. So now it's disgraceful and disgusting and shocking that a black family cook food and a father and daughter talks over the phone about spending time together at Christmas. It just beggars belief, really, really beggars belief. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't understand the mentality. I don't, I don't get it. I've never had any... I've never been upset or disgusted at an advert. Come on, get real. It's an advert. Yeah. But, uh, and I suppose it says, like I said, the fear factor of people who are complaining, mm-hmm. it's because they, uh, for whatever reason, internally, feel as though that they're being challenged or that their way of life is challenged by black people being featured on a TV programme. So they've got no problem with a black person driving a bus. They've got no problem with a black person helping them out in the NHS hospitals. They've got no mm-hmm. problem with somebody helping them um i don't know uh, um have gas and electric in their homes but they've got a problem with seeing a black family celebrating christmas again you've got to wonder what goes through a racist mind is that nature or is it nurture more often mm. than not it's, it's it's parental influences that have caused <laughs> yeah. this to happen being i don't know it's yeah. it just it just makes you wonder because it's just shocking. I mean, one person actually tweeted, I can't relate to this. <laughs> yeah. What don't you relate but, to? 
cooking a Christmas dinner, are they members of the far right talking yeah. to your child or you as a child talking to your parent about how you're looking forward to Christmas and obviously, you know, of a dish or the gravy as the advert is, you know, resembling regarding, you know, that, that person cooking it so nice, so good. You know, I know my kids say, oh, mum, you cook the best chicken or you cook the best this, you cook the best that. <laughs> It's just a normal conversation. It's, yeah. So I don't see what somebody couldn't relate to. It's just, like I said, it's yeah. just, it's absolutely baffled me that has. And, yeah. but like you said, it, it just goes to show the, the problems. Yeah. And, and this brings me back to um, one of the main focuses of um, Pursuit of Happiness, which is mm-hmm. while we're complaining about something, how do we address it? How do we make people um, more comfortable? And that's the wrong word. We're not we're not trying to make people feel comfortable. But how do we make people less intolerant of a black family appearing on TV? Because that th- there is no that the action doesn't happen on our side of the table in this circumstance. It's not down to us to change anything that we're doing. This no. is all about the other side. The other mm-hmm. side has to make the ground. So where um, mentally they're finding it difficult to see. Um, a black family on TV. The only answer is to keep black families on the TV till they doing get used it. to it. Yeah, keep mm. doing it. Don't take your foot off the pedal. We can't take the foot That's off the it. pedal. No way. No. no, it's not our problem. It's theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the same with racism. Racism, racism is never really going to go away. But the no. people who are willing to speak out against it, the people who are willing to push back against it, and the voices and the, the volume of those voices is what has changed. So mm. even back to the Mangrove Nine, if you think of the number of supporters, the lawyer who was, um, uh, um, I've forgotten his name, the Scottish guy that was in the TV show, but, um, but the idea that they could get people who would become allies is what strengthens the argument. It is yeah. definitely about improving those networks of people that are willing to speak up against it. Um, because for every one of those people who's tweeted and, com- and complained, they will have had discussions in their own households. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's where it's got to start, inside that home that's got racist people, it needs people, whether it's parents or children, to be brave enough to stand up against it. Most definitely. Wow, I feel like, yeah, I want, yeah that, that, that's where... Um, if you think about it, when we're talking about being black and proud, that necessarily um, starts at home, where you need to have that um, representation, whether it's male or female. That are still there and that people have with black people for no good reason. That pushes you to, to, um, to acknowledge and feel confident in your own skin. I suppose the fragility of somebody who's racist is that they are under um, the illusion that that they may lose something if black people are seen as equals. I mean, I'm 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 talking for quite a lot here, but Um, no, but it's like no, but they're not. God. Yeah, in an ideal world, it's it's their privilege, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you yeah. know, then you know, because it was an all black family. It was like, why? Why is it an all black yeah. family? Because it's not the norm. For them, you don't it's not. see it as the norm. Mm. Like you said, it needs to be there more. You know, it yeah. needs to be out there more. Mm. You know, just so the 
you know, that we do get the equality that we deserve in society, yeah. really. Well, this, this is um, a, a, a complaint that came in before the Sainsbury's advert, and the complaint was that um, uh, because there are so many Black and Asian people featured on TV shows on across all, all of the platforms, Sky, BBC and ITV, all of them, that there are two, this was a complaint that came in, that there are too many black and brown people appearing on TV. Um, what? <laughs> how, how, wow. how can we go from a society where, um, the, well, there was no black people on TV um, but were portrayed in a professional manner anyway, um, and progress has meant that you do see black and brown people on TV and you hear their voices on radio as well. Um, and for people to complain about that, as though they'd prefer it to be an all-white TV station or an all-white um, world, um, yeah. And that the is progress not, that we've got to make. And that's not reality, you know. No. So it's not the world I live in. No, no, it's not the world I live in either. So that's not... Yeah. It just, it's just, a, it, it, it was a strange one this week, it really was. And yeah, and yeah. as each day went by from when it aired, as each day went by, there was just more and more. You know, it was just escalating with the tweets on over Facebook and then the complaint went in to be investigated and then they were locked down saying we're not investigating it nothing to investigate you know and Sainsbury's has yeah, backed it up yeah. you know and yeah. it's just yeah. crazy it's just... well I mean I've, I spoke to somebody um, uh, it was a, a very honest and um, an open conversation with somebody who'd been on a far right protest um, mm. and he didn't know he didn't he'd been invited to something and he had no idea if it was a far right protest wow he had no idea what Exactly. Yeah, he he had no concept of what racism was. He just turned up. So oh. what I'm beginning to wonder if some of these people who are sending in these messages mm. aren't part of an organised um, far right um, uh, group. Funny you should and, say that. In the same that. way, but yeah, go on. Well, I am. I do have my moments. No, mm. go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's funny you should say that because I watched something the other day and it was showing how I think it had gone from. 1960s upward to every decade and it showed how the far right had risen and grown and it's at, it's mm. at its most members now we're in 2020 yeah. they've got yeah. a hell of a lot of members a hell of a lot mm. so well i mean there were, sorry go on no so that just shows you it, you know the, it, yeah. there's, there's a lot of it out there yeah, and this is one of the dangers of uh, the Twitter or the Twitter art, mm -hmm. it's not, because um, uh, people can get banned and suspended from Twitter. Yeah. But what's happened is um, there are other platforms that mimic the um, same type of um, social networking that Twitter um, operates under, and people are just turning away from an area that's been monitored and they're switching to an area that's unmonitored yep. so it's like the dark web but mm -hmm. for, for twitter and and the problem is how do you challenge people and try and influence them when they've gone underground you kick them that's it yeah you can't engage mm -hmm. with somebody if you don't know they exist and you can't monitor what's being said yeah. if they're not saying it in public so in some ways 
um, I'm quite I'm quite comfortable with people telling us what they think in the open because mm. without that there can't be a change in their perception of what black people uh, appear to be you know if, if they're not telling us that they've got an issue with it how are we going to challenge them to be able to change their opinion and that's why again we're repeating it but the tv stations and the marketing ad companies have to be brave enough to keep doing what mm. they're doing um <laughs> and, and keep that presence yeah they do they've got they've got um, to keep yeah. doing it and not not take yeah. their foot off the pedal they can't you know otherwise we're just gonna laugh yeah yeah, and, and, and that, that sunlight that um, uh, exposes all these dark areas um, is similar with the Windrush scandals. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, they would have, and I'll say they, the, um, uh, the government of the time would have quite happily have continued with the Windrush policy of, of the hostile environment had the newspapers not brought it to oh, light yeah. and had they not pursued it. And, and it's that acceptance that acceptance of, well, we're doing this because we can. Mm-hmm. We're, we're challenging people and organisations now in a way that we've never been able to in the past. Yeah, so, no, it's in, right. in a nutshell, Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's have, 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 have ex, they've exposed some of these racists mm. and hopefully the Twitter accounts are, are now being um, viewed by others in a completely different way. And I know you said that on... Um, during the George Floyd and um, uh, Black Lives Matter incident, there'd been quite a lot of people who you'd unfriended. Yeah. Is that the right yeah. term? Yeah. And and and, and again, it, it's without knowing what their views mm-hmm. are, you can't find out what somebody's real. But like I wasn't the only one. It was situation. everybody I spoke to had done the same and experienced the same. So it was like, mm-hmm. wow, this is right widespread. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it it is quite scary is. to think that you, you could be sat on the bus, you could be um you could be in the supermarket next to some of these characters and in their deep minds, in their deeply flawed mind, uh they've got racist mm-hmm. thoughts going through. But the these are, but like I said, you know, it's like friends, family members, the amount of people that have you know, they're no longer obviously friends and are lost family yeah, members because they were blatantly racist but didn't know it it just but is, just is it, sorry, you in the face no, it you. Is, you in the face is that from a position of knowingly being racist or were they just carried I've got know. some neighbours who are in I've got some neighbours who are in their um, mid 80s and they, they used a term um, which I won't repeat but they used a term which isn't the strongest of uh, insults but it was it was a word that was traditional for their generation back oh, in the yeah. 50s and 60s I can guess that word yeah um, yeah yeah it wasn't the it wasn't no, the end I know that yeah uh, yeah so and, and and I found it um I, the discussion that I had with them didn't I didn't challenge them but um I know that at some point I'm going to have to mm. um and I, I, I the way that they used it was in the most um descriptive mm. way so they weren't they weren't saying it to me they just said explain that there's another person who looks like me who lives on the same street and did I know him yeah um so what I, what I was trying to get across is that the people who you were uh, unfriended mm. quite viciously by sounds of things or, or quite rightly um were they just 
the type of comments they were using was it was it vicious stuff was it aggressively or was it more questioning in a way that meant that they could be forgiven for their errors no it um, was it it was um a case of what are we complaining about basically uh, and yeah, um yeah. yeah the ignorance was rife you know like mm. and these are people that should know better yeah but they didn't and yeah. I, you know and because of obviously the work that we do with pursuit of happiness you know civil rights for our people is paramount and i won't stop the fight and i won't drop the baton not not to please anybody you know it's it's yeah it's just not going to happen you know it was a case of sick of hearing about it sick of people going on about it and it's just widespread you know and it's like wow really yeah. you know you you yeah. can see the inequalities you know the injustices and you're happy with that you know when really yeah. they should be allies they should be for it you know that we want change mm-hmm. we want things yeah. better for our people but no well i mean um i i've seen people in um tv stations have this this type of debate and um just to use that age analogy type thing mm. again so one of the presenters was challenging whether society was equal or whether it, it was equal enough which clearly it's not and the um the male 70 year old 60 or 70 year old um said well if you don't like it why do you stay here and uh, the presenter quite rightly pointed out i was born here what do you mean stay here this this is the this is this is the type of culture mm. i'm talking about where people think well um it's 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 not it's, it's not, not it's not, not your we country don't, it's not we my don't country it's, it's, yeah it's, yeah it's their country and that has to that idea has to be smashed completely i I mean i'll leave this country but i won't be walking alone there will be every race and country every race and and background walking with Mm. me um there is never going to be a time where i don't see myself as british and um i'm quite i'm quite comfortable with that um but the the idea that there's a um a, a group of citizens out there from this country who think that um, my birthright to exist in this country disappears because of the colour of my skin. Mm. Yeah, it's their it's their mistake, not mine. Yeah, um, mm. because you know mm. it, I hate that as well. If, if you don't like it, why don't you go? Why should we yeah. go? Yeah, this, this is our home. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just want and, and we just want certain... what you guys have. <laughs> you know, we just want things yeah. right. Yeah, you know? the, equ- the equality. The equality that they're so um, quite happy to, to take for yeah. granted is something that we're asking exactly. for. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's white privilege in a mm-hmm. nutshell, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, so the, the the times where um, we've talked about and and to you know to, to 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 try and improve the situation, we need Sainsbury's and others out there to keep doing what they're doing we will still pursue happiness in our regular podcasts and we will still call our regular meetings um on a sunday at seven o'clock and if you're listening to this um, please do check out 
Yep, that's right. Please do check out our website at pursuitofhappiness.org.uk. Mm-hmm. And um, what 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 we um, would really like is for people to um, email in mm-hmm. and let us know um, if there's any topics they'd like us to cover, if they'd like to be involved in any of our podcasts. We have a vacancy for one other strong uh, um, uh, opinionated person to join oh, definitely. us. Definitely. And um, yeah, um, and and the majority of the time uh, that we started doing this was during lockdowns. Um, and part of me wonders if some of the people who have responded to this uh, Sainsbury's advert have just been locked in the bedrooms for too long mm. um, with no social contact with other human beings and the gerbil is now starting to speak to them. But uh, <laughs> what, what I would say is um, uh, you, you are extremely welcome to join us in any of our meetings on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, free it's warm and free to register atmosphere. on Eventbrite. Yeah. You can register yeah. via our website or you can register on Eventbrite. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're happy to have have you along. It's a chilled, relaxed atmosphere and very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I know that's the feedback we've right. got from the attendees so far. So, you know, they enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And as lockdown continues, uh, our work will continue. Yeah. So we yeah. weekly. Is there anything else you wanted to add to this one? No, just that, like you said, we're going to be there weekly. We're here weekly um, because during lockdown, we feel that you know it would be nice to give you know the Black African Caribbean community somewhere that they can go to where they can be themselves. You know, a safe space and talking about anything and everything and. You know, we have topics within our sessions. You know, we have activities as well, fun activities. So, you know, we have a laugh, we have a giggle. You know, it's all good, you know, as well as obviously we do focus as well on, you know, the serious stuff and, you know, what our purpose is and why we're activists in the way that we are because we care about our community. Yeah, absolutely. And you can also look forward to my DJing skills taking um, quite a lot of um, adjustments based on crowd responses. But <laughs> you can DJ this time if you want, you know. But yeah, uh, but yeah, we look forward to seeing you there. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. My name's Matt. My name's Una, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. Bye.